I can't stand dogs. Get out of here, man. All right, we live, man. It's Tuesday. We we came in and decided we're going to record on a Tuesday. So how you looking, man? You good? I don't think I've seen you in your work clothes. So this your work is this your work attire? You just gonna come out in the black shirt? I mean, it's everything attire when you work. Uh, when you don't work in public, you can go in. How you just wherever. Is it my? Mean, yeah, you got a lot of nerve. Look at you. Oh, it's different though. I just popped in for like an hour or two, and then I, I pop in for about six to eight. But working from home is oh, that's six to eight hours. <laughs> yeah, that's about to sound like six to eight. That's like some terrible hours that you got there. I don't know if you could be able to feed the rest of the family with them hours. Turn your mic up a little bit this way, like fold it up. Yeah, there you go. It's right there. Um, it's been a it's been a rough, you know, last seven days for me, man. Um, rest in peace to Miss Rhonda Felder. Miss um, Rhonda passed away. I, I know last episode, you know, I said that you know she was she was fighting and she had a good fight. Um, but I'm about to dedicate seven minutes to Miss Rhonda. I'm gonna keep the energy up. I promise you, I will pick the drums up. Um, but I definitely want to talk to y'all for a little bit. I don't know where y'all at. You could be in your car. You could be at home. You could be getting ready to go to the gym or something. It's a lot of hard times right now. And I tell you what, we need change. Hit me with the air horns real quick. Just so that I know that they feel like And a change has to be here. It's necessary at this point. But I tell you what, we got to start with love. We spent a lot of time in just in a bad space. And if you spend a lot of time in a bad space, whether it be with your work situation, with the people that you know, family, friends, whoever it may be, you just may not know when your time on this earth may not be something that's around anymore. Whether it's tomorrow, whether it's next week, you never know. So if you leave with love and you promote that change, that's everything. I just want to talk to y'all for a minute. Somebody keep telling me don't hang on It's been a Rest in peace, Miss Rhonda. She's definitely a dove in the sky right now. <laughs> I promise you I'm going to pick it back up, but hit me with the air horns real quick. I promise you I'm going to pick it back up. I had checked her Facebook page every day just to get an update on seeing how she was doing. On my way to my cousin's house, getting ready to start my boxing routine. I get a call from a friend. They tell me Miss Rhonda's no longer here with us. I said, you lying, because I just checked an hour ago. I rechecked again, and sure enough, she's gone. But although she's not here in the physical with us, she's here in our hearts. And that's my dove in the sky. Oh, we definitely going to take this all the way to the verse. Oh, my bad, to the hook. <laughs> All the way. It's like what?
vibe with me. It's time to celebrate her now. I'm gonna tell you how much Miss Rhonda meant to me. Yes, she is. The most wonderful. Listen, I'm talking about a person that always checked in on me, always checked in on my family, made sure I was good, gave her heart and her love to the community and the people that she served, to, to the people she serviced. We used to have these camps that we would go to every year. I tell Miss Ron, I say, yo, these camps is like Vegas. <laughs> you only gotta stay two days, I'm telling you. You're gonna be tired. She said, nah, Carlise, I'm staying all four days. By the second day, them kids was like, Miss Rhonda's my mama. Miss Rhonda isn't my mother, but I imagine if she was my mother, I'd write a song similar to this one. But she's somebody's mother. Rhonda, I appreciate everything you've ever done. I'm finna take y'all back to them better times. I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind. I was three years old when you and I moved to the shy. Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold. You fixed me up something that was good for my soul. Famous homie chicken soup, can I have another bowl? So I could keep on my bike And you would give me anything in this world Michael Jackson left the end of the club But didn't get me on curl And you never put no man over me And I love you for that Mommy, can't you see? Seven years old Caught you with tears in your eyes Cause a nigga cheating, telling you lies Okay. Then I started to cry As we knelt on the kitchen floor I said, Mommy, I'm I'ma love you till you don't hurt no more And when I'm older You ain't gotta work no more And I'ma get you that mansion That we couldn't afford See, you Unbreakable <laughs> Just vibe with me right now Wherever you are right now Give a moment of silence for Ms. Rhonda I truly appreciate this woman She's so phenomenal Knows my whole family Said I know who your grandmother is I said you lying I Said your grandmother's name is Carlene I know her sister Desi I said who? You never lied to me <laughs> Listen, I want to welcome you all to episode two of the You Wasn't Outside podcast. My name is Carl, normal as Carl. If you want to find me on Instagram to my right, I have at Lex Coop, at White Privilege, at I'm not talking to you unless you got a 650 credit score, at I'm on the house on the hill, at everything. How you feeling, sir? So we still doing that. We still doing that. We, de we definitely still taking that same energy. All right. Shout you out know, to Miss Rhonda, man. I ain't man. know her personally, but I feel like anybody that had that type of office work sitting, they, they probably had their own Miss Rhonda if you're in our age bracket. You know what I mean? That's so, somebody that always looked out for you. Always. And, you know, treated you like they you was their son or a child and just made sure, you know, kind of like how we grew up when uh you was allowed to talk to other people's children because it took a village. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Exactly. So you can just get in trouble by your parents. Uh, 
Everybody was getting you in trouble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you probably went to Miss Rhonda's house for safekeeping. You know, we had just <laughs> celebrated Miss Rhonda's 60th birthday uh, last year. Was there seeing her whole family. Her whole family's beautiful. Uh, I just want to, you know, offer my condolences, you know, to this time. This is the reason why we have a podcast um, just to immortalize people. You know, they they only leave this earth once we start stop speaking their name, you know. So I'm going to continue to, you know, highlight Miss Rhonda in, in our episodes and, you know, show how much I love and care about her. She always checked in on me. That's something that we always going to do. Or at least I'm going to do. I, I know Lex doesn't know her that well, but I'm going to do that. That's my that's my ode to her. You know, on this episode, this is dedicated to you, Miss Rhonda. This is the whole reason why I'm doing podcasts. Hey. So. So, Lex, you said you went to work today. Anything interesting happened for you over the weekend or anything like that? Man, over the weekend? No, nah, nah, I kind of... Today was the... I mean, this weekend was the first weekend I was in the house in a couple months. I know that sounds crazy. It does. I don't I don't mean in the house in the house, but I always had something I had to do or, or get accomplished. But, no, nah, we kicked it. But, no, nah, I ain't worried about the weekend. You know, today's a special day, man. Why is that? Today's a... It's a hip-hop's birthday. It is hip. How old is hip hop right now? Forty-seven. For, Goddamn, forty-seven. Yep. My, <laughs> you know, my folks seven. Yeah, man. August eleventh, nineteen seventy-three. What was the first hip hop song? Bronx. Who 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 was the first the first hip hop artist? Uh, I'm. I don't know if you want to call it the artist, but who was considered the uh, the founding father, if you will, Mr. DJ Cool Hurt. Hey, we ain't not, we don't have no music from DJ Cool Haircut. Uh, you know, it's gonna be a little hard pressed to find right now <laughs> on the fly, but you know, I couldn't find nothing like on iTunes or nothing like that. Nah, he was just out here get, uh, building the culture before you know there wasn't really no wax on record anything for some years after that. So you might you know most people kind of take it to rapper's delight in '79. Oh, uh, that's a whole you know what I mean. That's a great so, fun fact right there, man. Yeah, me personally, I, I kind of wait till '81 for the message. But even then, I mean, I feel like we was, we was born in a good time because I don't really get it pop until 87, 88. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't find nothing on YouTube or nothing like that, man. I could not find anything man, at sounding all. Sounding like some real millennials right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get my information now. What, what, how would you get word of mouth information on hip-hop and R&B back in the 80s and 90s? Nah, was- yeah. Well, yeah, I come from the... Uh, the the Napster era. So I stole my music before I bought it. Ah, yeah, so I do remember peer, that. Peer-to-peer sharing. Especially. Wait, that was that. It was Napster first, and then it was LimeWire. No, no, no. I actually didn't use Napster right away. My first one is a was called Kazaa. Oh, I do K A Z A A. That was yeah, it. Yeah. On the dial-up connection. So yeah, I'm talking songs was taking thirty to forty-five minutes to download. Listen, if you was feeling really froggy, like you could go ahead and download some Booty Talk sixty-three. Booty Talk sixty-three. <laughs> yeah, but that took that took about four or five hours. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, four or five hours, but hey, but, but if you got them all going at once, you just go outside and play. Yeah. Come back. But you knew you was caught when Mons was like, why is my computer moving slower now? You know, you got that big that big file on there. Nah, I didn't have that. My mom wasn't on the computer like that anyway. No, then you a lucky man, man. Yeah, my yeah. mom knew it. When that dial-up wasn't, you know, uploading pages within two minutes and it was taking seven. See, that was a different time because now we get things at 30 seconds. So and still be mad. Like, damn, this shit's slow. And just be hot. <laughs> all right man let's roll call it so what we got what we got first up on the agenda we got uh now i wanted to talk well since since we it's hip-hop's birthday i needed to mention you know a little current event with for one of my hip-hop heroes okay 
My main man, Dr. Dre, he's been, mm. he been going through it lately, man. Yeah. Got to get that prenup, man. Here, you need he, the Corey. I got yeah, you. Yeah, he go. going to, uh, he getting a divorce after uh, 24 years. 24 years is a long time of marriage. 24 years. How long you been married for? I've been married for, but it's it's been 10. Just 10 together, like as a whole? Yeah, 10. Hopefully to, that core stretch all the way 10 over. together, but as a whole. But, you know, my man, so there's been conflicting reports, but, uh, you know, if you ain't no punk, holler, we want prenup. We want prenup. Yeah. yeah, something that you need to have, cause if you, she gonna leave with half. <laughs> right, right. And so, <laughs> they said he didn't have it, and now they're saying he did. And now she's saying, oh, he forced me to do it, like he was Suge Knight himself. <laughs> like he, like he, like he said, hey, if you don't sign this dotted line. Yeah. Well, I, what, what can you even say at that point? Because she was together with him for 24 years after that. So there's nothing that you can really say. That, that's my West Coast bias is going to bring that exact point up. Like, hey, you didn't have to say, all right, you know, if you're going to be like that, maybe I shouldn't marry you. Yeah. But, plus, she came around and he started making the worst music of his career. When she came around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, you know what? So when, when we have this whole you wasn't with me shooting in the gym thing, you came in the gym and burnt it down to where I couldn't work out for three months. Wait, well, so what albums did he come up with during nah, that well, time? We're not going to speak about the the one in 96, but that's when he went over to the East Coast and, and did the Firm album. It wasn't until... I don't want this to come off as White Savior, but it, <laughs> it wasn't until Eminem came around that he really got back. That in, it was back into back his in zone. saddle, yeah, yeah. But he was still making beats and stuff like that, you know, uh, yeah, that yeah, for, for he, other prominent artists at the time. All right. Whatever you want to say. So you ain't, <laughs> you ain't married, but how do you feel about uh, prenups in general? Um, I feel like they're necessary. Um, and it them being necessary, meaning that if you have something of value, I know a lot of people would take a take of like uh, people with money should be able to have it. But if you have something of value, I mean, like even on the most basic of level, like if your mom and dad left you a house or your grandfather or somebody left you some property or, you know, something that's substantial that is considered, you know, community property. Once you get married, I think it's important to have a prenup unless you've already come to terms with what you're going to divvy up. And it's also a matter of trust if you're not going to have a prenup because in a 24 year span, just like something like Dr. Dre, people can change their mind. And one thing that we're also forgetting about Dre is that he offered to you know, still pay. I think a no. What, what, what do they call alimony? Alimony. He still offered to pay alimony. I think she wanted more. But I mean, that's just me. Like, if you getting a hundred thousand a year, just an example. I don't not saying that that's what she's getting. That's a pretty substantial amount of money on top of like community property that you guys already have. True, true. But it also it then in general, I do agree. If if you already got some stuff, and it's just a smart thing to do for anybody who out there is like, whoa. You don't really trust me. You don't love me. It's, it's it ain't really about that because you know what? If they lasted that long, there was genuine love there. People grow, they change. She changed her mind, and you know, people can become spiteful when it comes to the separation. And so it's just, especially you know, he wasn't trying to do her dirty. Me personally, I don't have one, but uh, you know, I got I got together young, and I did. I came to the table with the the ambition or the vision and the outline, but. She was with me the whole time as we built it up to, you know, whatever you want to say we got today. So to, the fact is, even if I had a prenup, I would probably still be 50-50 anyway, just because like, one, you know, I'm not foul. Two is like, she's still the mother of my children. I can't have her out here looking crazy. Yeah. Because she still represents, 
me in a major way if that word ever come to it. Yeah, because what I'm thinking of, too, is like, even if you have a prenup, it's just an agreement in case things go awry. But I mean, if your love is strong enough, man, you shouldn't be worried about like, well, damn, if we break up, this is what's going to happen. Like, nah, what's mine is yours in this time period that we have right now. And I think men and women get hung up on like prenuptials and stuff like that. You have no reason of getting married if you feel like it's going to falter to that agreement of splitting of assets. You know what I mean? It's just a smart document to have in a, in a capitalistic society. Yeah. It's, it's insurance. That's really what it is in case shit happens. Like like Chris Rock used to say like in one of his stand-ups. It's like it's insurance in case something happens. You got a friend that's crazy, and we, we noticed that he had said some wild stuff <laughs> on the internet that was along these lines of like relationships between men and women and, 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 and women being with men for, for uh, value and stuff like that. Can you do you want to talk about it or do you yeah, want to right. call him up first? It remind you want me to read it first and then call him. Yeah, let's read it first because we're gonna hold it to him because I don't want him to even skate around the topic. <laughs> first of all, let's let's give him a name. My man's name is Q. My man, my man Q. So Q, uh, he come he hailing from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. He used to come to come to San Diego for the summers, and so uh, I've seen him for a long time. I've seen him grow. He's definitely a character, man. Like if you watch The Wire and how they talk and just how it is, like that's him. It's him. But how how is like what does Q do? Like, so Q, so Q, oh uh, man, it's kind of hard to say for real. He you <laughs> do don't, a little bit of this, he might a little be, bit. He of might that. be Tommy from Martin, <laughs> <laughs> or or he might be like the most uh, the craziest entrepreneur in the world. So he he went to the military. He got out. Now he just grinding. He doing his video videography, photography. Yeah, because I seen on his Instagram at one point in time. He be on like, the road. Yeah, he be on the road. Like he was doing like photos for Tyrese and Idris Elba and stuff like people. that. He was on tour with Rico Love. He was doing a bunch of stuff, but. Uh, the thing is, like as cool as we are, like like that's my that's family to me. I never know where he's at in life. I Bruh. never know where he's at in the country. So I always <laughs> got to hit him up. Like, what's good? He just big boss. What? Hey, what? <laughs> when our when our uh, conversations have to start off, of what time zone you in right now? And then he'll hit me back fifteen hours later, talking about what's up. And, you know. Yeah, because like he was like he was crying and complaining like three months ago. Talk <clears> about I'm up in here in L.A. and you're telling me he's in Baltimore now. So I'm like, bro, no, nah, no, nah, he well, no, nah, he was in Florida. He, he he only go back to Baltimore to see his family. He yeah, he's he just he's like, oh, I'm just nah, getting in he, there and I'm getting too, out. Yeah, yeah. He he wants to, he wants to be West Coast. He loves it out here. This is the second home. But yeah, to keep things moving, every now and then, this is why I put him in the group chat. He'll say some outlandish <laughs> wild things. He does, and, and then he, leaves. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't know him, it can really you can really feel some type of way about it. Not that way. Even if you do know him, you should feel some type of way about it. But I ran across something he posted the other day and I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it'd be perfect to give him a call. So before we call him, I'm going to just read it out real quick. All right. So he says, perspective, women don't make men valuable. His work makes him valuable. When man loses his work, he has no value. A disturbing reason why most men abuse women mentally is because he has lost his vision and himself. There's too much to unpack right there. Wait, what were some of the comments of the people that said, I'm going to call while you look at some of these comments. Man, I want to know what I the women were saying. It was just a screenshot, but the first one says, man, you ain't ready for my response right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully. Q. Q, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. Hey, what's up, brother? It's Carl, man. Lex here right now, too. He can hear you, too. What's up, fam? Oh, what up, Lex? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How you living out there, wherever you at right good. now? 
I'm at Cocoa Beach. I'm right on the beach, homie. <laughs> I, to- I told you. <laughs> Where's Cocoa Beach at, man? Cocoa Beach? It's yeah. like about like an hour east of Orlando. It's on the uh, edge of Orlando. Oh, mm, what's that right? Uh, you know what Cape Canaveral is? NASA? NASAville? Yeah, I know where NASA is, yeah. It's on the beach. Space and everything? Yeah, Correct. yeah. It's just right outside. Like, I'm literally looking at the shuttle launch. Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. So what you doing out there? Um, I got a great friend of mine, man. Awesome, awesome friend. We've been working together for, like, almost eight or nine years. But Nicolina, uh artist that she's just, we're doing a new project, music video, a song called Crave that she had uh, had released. It has such huge success. Um, And she's done it with great notoriety, bro. But we just got done shooting a music video. And I'm trying to tell you right now, it's, it's one of the biggest tearjerkers I've ever made. Honestly, mm. so, that's dope. Okay, that's dope. That that is dope. So then, how, so when is so when do we expect the video to be out? So the single's out um, already. Yeah, yeah. I think she wants to drop the video 15 August. So it's it's really it's really awesome. It's it's really awesome. It's just See, he even says his date's fancy. He throw the day out first and then say the month. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say August. <laughs> nah, that's just what you supposed August. to say. He said 15. Yeah, and that, but that is kind of hard. I was yeah. going with him for a second though. Hey. I was like, that's fire the way he said. I'm about to just yo seventh of August. You yeah, know, that's he's a sophisticated that young man. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. Q. So we had to hold you accountable, man, for yeah, for we, your for your Facebook post you posted up the other day, we man. We want to talk. We we needed you. We needed you to explain it a little. Little more, man, in detail. Let us know what was going on. You, you man. want me to read it off to you? Remember what you he said? He probably remember what he said. Yeah, he probably- please. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to read it for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you said perspective. Women don't make men valuable. His work makes him valuable. When man loses his work, he has no value. A disturbing reason why most men abuse women mentally is because he has lost his vision and himself. That's crazy. <laughs> so, can you explain that a little bit for me? Because I know yeah, you about man. to get set flame. I didn't, I didn't go back to the comments, but I know you, <laughs> you was probably getting flamed for a little bit. Uh, nah, honestly, that's sometimes when I post certain shit like that, I know I don't really be writing things for clout. Oh, there's the back, there's the, there's <laughs> the back to, pedal. I, no, no, no. I have no back pedal. No, I'm just letting you know first. It's called, I call it the prefix before I tell you why I wrote it. Okay. Because I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not, you know, the kind of person that just writes shit because, oh, this is going to be cool. So, like, I'm not a Derek Jackson. I don't really give a fuck about that, you know. And I hope I'm not cursing on that. But I'm a very honest, upfront. I'm close to brutally honest. I don't want to be that. But I'm just very upfront about how I feel about certain things. And it's logical. So the reason why I wrote that, because I don't see any farce in it. I don't see any falsery. Who hurt you, you, Uh, man? No, nobody hurt me. I've never been through that. I'm I'm just, I've seen that through other people's lives. I've been taught to... I learn from other people's mistakes. So that's how I make sure. So that way I can minimize mine, you know, and and what I've discovered through a lot of different men that are friends, acquaintances, business partners that I've met. The common denominator is that we're not going to elude the fact that, uh, you know, how not just domestic violence, but, you know, there's a lot of men that take advantage of women. We're not going to we're not going to denounce that. Yeah, I was about to say, because that was like that was the number one thing I thought about when you said that. I was like, man, I know a few dudes that's living off of women right now and made a career (laughs) off of it. You know what I mean? Facts, 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 facts. And and I wasn't I don't I don't like to be like, well, this person's bad. And, you know, men is bad with the women like this, too. And I don't like I don't like to teeter. If I'm talking about something specific, that's what the specific thing is. If it don't apply, let it fly. So, you know, I, it's it's not it's a real thing because you I think yo, uh, for example, like men that like date like 
high echelon women, beautiful women, right? In most cases, the reason why some of them women go through traumatic shit is just simply because of the insecurity that's based on the, the person that they're dealing with. If, if, if a woman like, yo, if you're dealing with a chick that's like an attention magnet, you got to go in a situation knowing what that is. But uh, respectively so, I say as a man, just me, speaking for me, straight off the rip, my work defines a lot of who I am. It, it, it's, it's derivative from like what I was inspired by. Obviously, Alex knows that Pharrell is like the greatest freaking hero to my life. So I do what I do because I was inspired by certain people, but it's my purpose. So if I don't go through life without purpose and I don't know who I am and I'm trying to discover that, chances are I'm going to probably run into a woman and try to find myself through that. So what do most men like? Pussy, bro. Like that's it's just inevitable. So if a lot of men really try to find themselves by taking that and not understanding how traumatically and how mentally abusing that could be, you know. And I don't know. It, it could derive from like I'm not saying those men have mom issues, but it be it's a lot of this stuff really come from like security at a young age. Yeah, but I feel like that's so, for that's for everybody though. And when I say that, because absolutely. like like when I talk to my girl. Like, she'll tell me, like, yo, like, if you wasn't really about something, then I wouldn't mess with you. I think we all would want someone or we wish for somebody to be about something or having some type of purpose. I think the way that your message came across and now that I hear what you're saying right now is totally different because you use the word purpose. It's not necessarily like women chasing a man based off of what he necessarily does, but also chasing a man, you know, based off of him being driven no matter what it is. Right. Okay. Right. So, 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 then you know what I'm saying? Like, to be, you know, even more real, think about the men in like that are very secure in who they are and, and in a lifestyle and what they have and what they earned. Without that, there is no that, you know? Here we go, Alex. You ready for this? Uh-oh. So, I, I, I low key prepared for the other perspective because I'm pretty sure it may seem like I'm bashing, but no, I remember think. The song, remember that song Imagine? Yeah. That Dr. Dre and uh, Snoop did? Yeah. Right. So really think about that perspective. Uh, imagine if they wasn't that just another dude rapping, like imagine like that, because if, because it's not that these things that the artists that we love that have purpose, it made them who they are. No, if, you, that, if a man doesn't have that, it's, it's right. No, I, I don't agree with, of course, every man or every person needs a purpose, but I think how it came off the way you wrote it was it, that last sentence that you wrote where it was like most men like uh, no, or it, most men abuse women mentally because they lost their vision within themselves. Not even. No, no that's, that's not a what big I mean. piece, though. You no, can't no, no, just what I'm you saying can't attribute is more, that. more of the value thing. I think a man can have purpose and have its own value because he's he's going with, towards his purpose and that a mm-hmm. woman could add more value in order to absolutely strengthen that purpose and or get him absolutely. to where he needs to be. So I think absolutely. I think a lot of people first glance might have just came off like women don't provide any value to men. And I think the word valuable is what kind of threw it off. I think if you just said purpose, maybe it would have been I probably would have took it differently. Like I feel what you're saying, obviously. Right. It's just more of a I think a lot of people were more like Cause I didn't, I didn't come across it. Like I had a girl send it to me. She said, "This your man's," and I was like, "Yeah, you know." <laughs> I was this like, your I, man? Yeah. He I, didn't want to claim you. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know he means something different." Cause he's not, cause he's not gonna be out here just bashing women. But I think it just came off a certain way. And like I said, I didn't go back to the comments, so I'm hmm. sure someone might have pointed it out already. But I think it's more like, well, you let's know. talk about that. 
let's talk about that. Think about the the way. See, this is what I love about why I say what I say, and I love how like most people gotta like be surface level with what I say. Like I love that because that shows me already that you're dealing with something or something something scarred triggered something for you to react that way. Because I'm gonna be so real with you, yo. Anytime somebody says something and it's a little different, I try to just get an understanding as to why it's being said. And because not just say that this individual knows me, maybe this person follows me, I don't know. But the fact that, that that person didn't come to me for clarity and wants to look at it in that perspective just shows me that, I don't know, man, hey, man, there might be something person you're dealing with and you're looking at this wrong. So uh, do I like to explain myself? Yes and no. It, it, it depends on where you're coming at me from. So, oh, you like shock yeah. value? That's nah, what that's his nah, well, thing. No, nah, 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 it's not even. It's not even that, man. It's it's just it, again, it's just pure perspective because you guys now understand what I'm coming from. Yeah, I get that. What well, that's but you got to be responsible. Yeah, the whole purpose of the call was to give some yeah. clarity. Yeah, it gives some clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were we were trying to throw you all the way under. I was trying to shoot you some bail. But now you can just tell somebody like, look, you want me to explain it? Just go listen to this podcast at the 20 minute mark. I explain everything. That's it. That's what. Yeah, you should. You should do that. And that's what I'm fitting to do. Trust me, that's what I'm fitting to do. Yeah, you just cut the clip up and put it on your on the thing yourself too to make it easy. Yeah, it's just like yo, it's I'm only saying it because it's like that's. For any woman, that's what I laugh at. The women that know me, like know me, they know. Like honestly, to be real, hey man, I love my bros and all my fellas, but everybody I'm always say somebody know women, them. They I don't know who balance. he is. <laughs> I love women dearly. Trust me, it's it's to a point. I am artistically obsessed with the 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 the, the artistic way of women. It, it just I'm too creative. So that's a whole other conversation. But in in other words, yo, I I really whole women at a, at a higher like sense because they're so much more mentally and emotionally stronger than us like really bro we as men we're very simple we're black and white women are fascinating as shit to me it's a never-ending thing that i can never figure out but i'm constantly learning more and new things about them yeah we and that's what makes me be more and more attracted yeah, to it so yeah, we ain't never gonna yeah, figure just, them out like i said right, man yeah, we just, so for uh, me no, my bad, Alex. My bad. Go no, ahead, bro. I said we, we. I know how you feel about women. I know you wasn't bashing them. We were just calling to clarify, and I, yeah, I knew right. I knew it would bring some sort of entertainment value because I know you. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, ch- tell them uh, tell them where they can find you. Uh, plug yourself. Go ahead and do a little bit of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me, man. I'm Q to Rebel for everything. Q T H E Rebel for absolutely everything on social media. Um, of course, most know me as Q, but. The ones that are close to me call me Quran. So either way, man, I'm not hard to find, man. And I and like I say, in the end of the day, it's all love, value, and appreciation. If you do something you know? else well, you know I'm gonna have to call you back. Hey man, yeah, absolutely. This might not be your only. This might not be your only. If they put you on the council culture list, I can't mess with you then at that point, man. Nah, nah, I'm with it. I'm always up for a happy and healthy debate. But, you know, in the end of the day, and I, I got mad respect for y'all fellas, and I appreciate y'all definitely. I love the accountability. Like, I love that. I love that y'all did that. All I day. love that, man. All day. I, I'm, yo, as, as men, we need to do that for every last man that we, we value and we respect. We got to hold each other accountable because accountability is like my number one thing in everything, in anything that I do. It's about accountability. So mad respect to y'all for putting me on that spotlight for that. I love that. I hope I handled that very well. And to the women out there that may have not read that or been misinformed about it, um, charge it to my head, not my heart, because in the end of the day, I love y'all more than fellas. The women that know me know that. 
All right. No, there you go, man. Hey, well, we appreciate the time, man. I'm glad you uh, picked yeah, up the phone. Good to hear your voice. And uh, I guess we'll uh, see yeah. you in the group chat. Be safe. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. I'll be straight, yo. I got you. All, All right, right brother. I'm going to hit you. All right. Bye. All right, fellas. Bro could be a politician. I'm telling you. Hey, that was, <laughs> hey, that was media training. Yeah, the thing. way the way he said that, then he left us with the peace be unto you, brother line at the end. I was like, all right. Hey, what makes that more impressive is he ain't never got no official media training from no label. As far as I know, he's been independent. So. Nah, sometimes you just need a few chicks to break your heart <laughs> and you be pissed off a few times. They tell you, don't come around here no more. You got to wait, find a way to finagle yourself back in. All right, yo, listen, I got something crazy. Uh, and when I say crazy, I mean crazy in terms of like astonishing for the read em and weep segment. So uh, I just want y'all to really get a chance to listen to this real quick, this young brother real quick. And Walmart with King about to do a pop quiz. A quiz right now on credit cards. Like I told you, you get it right, you get whatever you want here today. That's a bit? Bit. Okay, that's a bit. All right. What's two types of credit cards? Secure credit cards and unsecured credit cards. Why would a person need a secured credit card? To rebuild credit or establish credit. And how do you rebuild or establish credit with a secured credit card? By using your own money as collateral. And what's collateral? Collateral is something you set security for your payment. Come on, that's how you do it. What's the unsecured credit card? Unsecured credit card is a card the bank is with the limited spending based off the income and credit history. Come on. What happens if you let your unsecured credit card default? You have more severe credit consequences versus a secure credit card. Come on. Depending on your credit history always determines what your interest rate will be. The higher the credit score, the less the interest. The lower the credit score, the higher the interest. Come on. What's the average interest rate for a credit card? Around 15%. You got Come it. Come on. A lot of credit card companies entice you to apply for credit cards with Promotions. And how do they do that? They offer 0% interest payments, separately ranging from 6 to 18 months. And another way they entice you to apply for credit. So I wanted to play that just because, like, I ain't never seen that before in my life. Is that my man's? Who's my man's? Is that Mr. Gracie? I have no idea. Oh, you talking about the guy that was on the Royce the 5'9 album? Yeah. Look at me pulling back. <laughs> Yo. I don't know if it was him or not I because think that's him. Because one of them, he has a daughter that they also do that same like conversation with. But I wasn't one hundred percent sure if that was him or not. But it sounded like him though. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's important. When do you think is the appropriate age for you to start talking about credit cards with your kids? Um. Well, I mean, it might depend on your kids. <laughs> Some kids is out here being, you know, they don't grasp things the same. I know for my kids, they they light years away from where I was at their age. I mean, they know how to count. Uh, up to 10 in like four or five different languages uh they got they just got the abcs down and and sign language they doing a bunch of stuff out here to where i know they could probably grasp it a little earlier but i mean we have to change that stigma in general because i think a a large portion of us uh i parents don't talk to them about credit cards or money in general yeah the whole time you don't you don't learn about it in school um, so if your parents don't do it, then you're going to be out here lost. And that's why we got so much credit card debt now, because it's just, we just do what we saw. Bro just said the national average for the credit card rate is 17%. There you go. I, if, if I, somebody told me they had a 17% interest rate on their credit card, I'm like, yo, you're crazy. There's no way. I met a girl four years back from, uh, a place that I was working at, man. And she was like, yeah, my, my interest rate is 22%. I said, why? There is no re- there's no reason to have an interest rate that high. And depending on where you coming from and your credit score or what cuz some credits like from these department stores they're going to generally be a little higher than than just a regular bank. 
but yeah um i mean as soon as you i mean every parent knows their child so once you if you hear them starting to grasp it uh, let's make sure you uh whoever's listening to this well make sure that you yourself have an understanding about credit cards because you know a lot of us don't have that so we got to do that first before we can start <laughs> teaching them but uh i know for me personally as soon as my kids was born i put <clears throat> i put their names as authorized users on my credit did you really yeah i know you know you, you a lot of times we grew up hearing stories of you you ruining the kids credit because you putting stuff in their name mm-hmm. but you know you attach them as an authorized user to your credit then they just kind of share in your history and what you do so if you got good habits then when they go apply say they want to get some when they turn 18 they got an 18 year history of hopefully good, good payments great score and they got that's a imagine what kind of head start you can give your child if off rip as they go to college they pushing seven to eight hundred that's crazy you know what i mean listen this is a man that says he does not flex his white privilege at all <laughs> but, not, uh, but, well, but that's not I'm, 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 but I'm, had, I'm making jokes I had, I had to go find that information yeah, nobody you, told me that oh, most people have to and let's 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 be real too there's upper echelon white people just like there are different you know classes of people there's different classes of white people too i'm not saying you up here right. in the elitist group or nothing nah. with the trumps or nothing like that but i'm just saying though it, overall in general right it is good to have this information you know that's out there now i make my jokes my mother comes from a banking background you know what i mean so all these things that you're talking about even though i'm getting my jokes off she did for me and my mom need three (laughs) co-signers and you now probably has a co-signer too she probably call you if she needed somebody to co-sign how you think them solar panels go Don't ask me for nothing else. That's what you hit her with, man. That's funny, man. But I mean, I'm just saying like it's important to start having these conversations with kids. What I hate when I talk to people is the first thing they say is it's like, oh, they just a kid. Let them be a kid. Nah, because that little kid is going to be an adult at some point. And before you know it, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have taught them these things. And and the same thing uh, that we have to deal with as adults, I think one of our biggest challenges in general is trying to find that work-life balance. You can do the same thing with a kid and give them a kid life balance because you don't want them coming up lost or living a sheltered life like, you know, you don't want the real world, especially if you coming up and you trying to give them a little bit more than you had to where they didn't have to worry as much, then the real world can really eat you up if you ain't ready for it. Yeah, man. And that's one of the things like preparation, man. It's like just being prepared, you know, for these things to happen, I think is most important during these times, man. And and I just thought that like that whole story and uh, I mean that well that whole you know clip that was just crazy to watch you know a kid I mean he looked like he was nine years old to even be able to know this now did he memorize something and and not know what those words mean I doubt it because I'm sure his dad probably broke it down to him but he was he was doing something he that was, was advanced his age yeah that is true <laughs> now he might not get the total total picture but you know kids learn with the repetition and then if maybe but that's the point as long as he got that repetition eventually he's going to come into the knowing of what those words mean and then it's going to click more like oh and that's going to be way sooner than he might even need the information yeah i give it to him um so let's talk about some current stuff that's going on at least in the quarantine that we have going on right now um i came across a huffington post article that was talking about dating in the quarantine Mm. uh so with that being said a lot of people were finding that quarantine dating gives you a chance to actually get to know someone that's what the article was talking about and so now it's like well at one point people would be so focused on the physical aspect you know on apps such as like uh tinder 
you know, if you if you, you know, like same sex, you know, uh, relationships, grinder and all those other things. Um, now people are going over video chats, you know, cooking their own dinner at home, having their own drink or whatever. And they're talking to people. And once they feel like they deem it safe or the connection is worth them risking it, then they go decide to meet up. One girl had said that she had met up with a guy and they just decided to go walk her dog and stood six feet apart. And by the third date, she was like, it was on. Like, I'm about to go ahead and just go ahead and kiss this dude right now. And I'm sure she was just in that mood. <laughs> so how do you feel like you would fare if you was a single man oh, in this man. quarantine there ain't nothing good in them streets right now <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something i've been out the game so long i don't even know nothing about social media dating to the point where you know i felt like even before quarantine most people was doing online stuff to begin with anyway yeah. they might have met up sooner but i just i don't know man i feel like I'm happy where I'm at. I don't know how I'd fare well because I, I like to, I take the friend approach. I don't think I'm out here bagging them just off rip like that. Yeah. So I kind of wear them down with the jokes <laughs> and with the good credit score. And there you go. That's the and best that. way. And like, hey, you know what? I'm out here. And but then, would you risk, like, let's just say qu- question wise, would you risk off the first, like, first few days? Me personally, I wouldn't risk going out and eating with someone after two days of talking to him. Cause for me, you're not worth me coming outside and getting sick. Like you right. got, unless you gotta be something like ridiculously amazing. I mean, if they, if they end up in the house and they quarantine, cause I know I'll be probably the one more risky cause I'm outside every day at work. So I mean like, it was they, at this moment that he knew <laughs> if, he they, if she quarantined and everything cool, then I might try to meet up sooner than later. All right, there you go. I ain't mad at it. And it's something along those lines that I had also seen was uh, a friend of ours, uh, Debo. I don't know why. Why do y'all call Debo Debo? I think a lot of people named Demetrius, uh, they get called Debo. They just, because the I D. It's a thing. I it's mean, just, there's, I mean, you know, because, you know, he's nothing like Debo. He's the nicest guy in the yeah, world. Yeah, he's very nice. He's like, and very charismatic. But this man was supposed to be getting married, you last know. Last week? Last week he was supposed to get married. And Another I, friend of mine, Devin Boone, was supposed to get married, I too. I was dropping all that weight. I was ready for my suit. <laughs> oh, so you was in the groomsman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I didn't even get the call. He didn't even give me the wedding invite. Damn, I didn't make the exclusive 50. I mean. I ain't mad. I met him in the last three years. Like, yeah. I met, before I was in, before I met him, like, with, through you, like, I knew him through my boy, uh, Daryl, and they were real, they were real tight, but I was just giving him shit. You ain't got to invite me. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> man, it sound, <laughs> I can hear it in your voice, though. There's a little pain. Oh, yeah, I'm hurt. <laughs> Nope. Nah, I ain't heard. It's all good. I'll be okay. But you've planned a wedding before. I have. Well, I participated in it. You participated. <laughs> in it. Oh, that's right. Your wife planned the wedding. Right. At the time, your fiance. Can you imagine, like, not being able to fulfill, you know, her wishes of having the wedding that she wanted during these times and telling her, hey, you know what? We're just probably going to have to hold off till 2022. 2021 or something like that and get it going or we could go to the courthouse how do you think she would like respond to that uh i think <clears throat> before we got married i think she would say nah we gonna wait uh she we planned ours in under a year as soon as i literally i couldn't even enjoy my engagement the, the next day we woke up pinterest is 38 tabs of pinterest <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> if she had to wait she, I mean, if you ask her now, she'll be like, nah, we going to the courthouse. Damn, that's that, that's the first thing. that, because that wisdom comes. <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom comes afterwards, but nah. Uh, given who she is personally, I know how much it meant to her, so I would have wanted to wait to to make sure 
you know, she had what she wanted, you know, a night to remember all that other stuff just because, you know, she, she is that girl who grows up thinking about that. Like that's one of the things on her bucket list, if you will. So not just the getting married part, but you know, I wanted her to be the center of attention. Everybody looking at you, you all dolled up, you know, spend all this time just for this moment. And it's all about you. Like, that's what I wanted to make sure she had. And I think everybody that was there, I felt like they felt it was pretty successful and they had a good time. Not everybody made it though. Not everybody who complains currently about getting invites made it. I tried to go. (laughs) I did. And that's the running joke. And that's probably why your wife, when I say like, oh, I'm afraid of her, it's based off of her reaction when I told her that I couldn't go. That might have been the starting point. That might have been the starting point. Because the whole time, like I've known her for years before all that. I've never said that joke. But what happened was is my boy had a bachelor party in Vegas the weekend before. Never knew that. I wasn't I'm bad at planning. So somebody has to keep my schedule together. And so at the time um, when I was like, oh, Lex's wedding's coming up. In my mind, I was like, oh, I got a week. I got a whole weekend to recover from going out in Vegas for three nights. Mm. And then your wedding was in Vegas. But it was like another hour away, I think, or outside of Vegas or something like that. Not at all. It was off the strip, like maybe 15 minutes. Why do I keep telling myself it was like in Henderson or something like that? To make yourself feel better. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because it wasn't. Holy court is now in session. <laughs> we wasn't just getting married. I we had the we had the bachelor party. We had the we had a long weekend, and you know you shouldn't be in Vegas too many nights. Yeah. But you know we had we, me and her got there Thursday. Most most people pulled up on Friday that wanted to party with us. We had separate parties. Um, Saturday we went out again. Just because if we got married Sunday, we saved a thousand dollars, so we we went ahead and got married Sunday. Yeah, and you know that was it. The question I have for you though, then, is that knowing all that energy you put into that weekend, would you been able to go back? Would you have been able to go back the following week and do the same thing again? For my man's, I would have. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him that. All right, let me see. Where we at on time right now? We probably at, uh, yeah, we 45 in, so we still got some time left. Uh, let me not, just to just to circle back real quick. I just got a, um, I got a homie who just got married in quarantine. Yeah, what, what was that like? Well, so I wasn't there, but so he hasn't known her that long. And so this whole dating in quarantine, maybe you getting closer quicker. When I asked him, I was like. How long were they dating for? Just like barely a year. Damn. Barely a year. And I guess as soon as quarantine hit, maybe they shacked up and they really got to know each other. I feel like I need to be outside a little bit longer. Because that means maybe a year. You only spent seven months outside with this person. Plus, you both got other responsibilities. Wait a minute. You think it's like, you know how you you take detergent and it says times two is concentrated? So do you... Do you think that like do you think that like my my detergent organic I don't know if it says that but you don't have the the two times but you know what I'm talking about you at least see it though you're Costco shopper you've seen two times concentrated on there yeah you get you get to like these these reality shows where you stuck in the house with them for a month and they're just like but you spend it twenty four seven. Yeah, that's on a strong it, emotional attachment it at that point. It's a learning curve, definitely. But they also didn't have to plan much because they just like we can't really get married where we want to, so they just had a quick backyard thing. It wasn't nothing crazy. They put it on YouTube and Zoom or whatever, and it was quick. So I mean, uh, money financially wise, boom, more power to you. If you want to get married, do it now. But uh, you know, I just, I send my prayers out to him. Like, hey man, it's a tough. <laughs> good for you, man. Because you know, I, I don't know. I don't know him well enough to know about uh, if he was suffering from the pressures of like 
you know, I'm getting a little up there. Yeah. I still want the kid. I want to be somewhat of a young dad. I still, you know, maybe another girl might not come along. There's there, there people, you know, once you get a certain age, I mean, I ain't there yet, but once you get a certain age. Is he older than you? Yeah, yeah. He's about 36, 37. Uh, how old is she? I don't know. That's see that I think that's the question that we got to ask more often. Just because from a biological standpoint, I know it's safer for women to have kids like under yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. age. So that's why I'm saying that. Don't don't kill me. Excuse me, pardon me. Um, but my whole thing is like I don't know. I feel like men don't need to be in a rush. No, they don't. But and then again, if you look at the outlook, like it doesn't look like things is gonna get any better in the next two or three years. So in his mind, he's like, I know everything about her. She pay her bills on time. You know, she cleans her feet. You know what I mean? Yeah, clean the house. Like, you know all these things right, about and that this last person. Part, that last part wasn't directed necessarily to, towards him, but I feel like some men in general, as much as they think about women have that that tick ticking time clock, yeah. men, men eventually get it for other reasons, maybe. Oh, man. But uh, <laughs> but when they get there, you be in there. Hell no. I don't want it to come <laughs> right now. No, no, no. <laughs> Literally. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. 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 I wish that one wasn't so long, but I love it. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, men eventually do have that 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 time. But I think like we do have a little bit more buffer space than than women do. And female listeners, bear with us. We are gonna call women in, uh, <laughs> you know, to get some other opinions. You're not gonna just listen to these two male opinions all the time, or us calling other males all the time. So just bear with us. We're gonna find you know unique ways to get a female perspective. Episode two, y'all. Episode two. <laughs> yeah, no, episode two, y'all getting the funk. You got any three cheers right now? Any three cheers? Yeah. You said you had two of them, man. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't looking for any at all. Wait, what else you got on your topic list? Let's see. Let's see what else you got. Yo, I went golfing this weekend uh, while you look for that. I went golfing this weekend. And, you know, in between golfing, uh, it's there's a halftime. So you can go use the bathroom because it takes two hours to play nine holes. So you play 18, it's going to take you about four or five hours. So I'm going to the bathroom and I'm looking and I'm like, well, this bathroom looks like it's a, uh, it looks like it's like a community bathroom. I open the bathroom door up. It's an old man in there wiping his behind with his pants at his ankles. Talk about, hey, I thought I had the door locked. I said, shit. <laughs> I wish you did. I can't unsee that now. <laughs> so, all right. So he cared though. Because I, I feel like there's a certain age where you get to where he's just not going to say nothing. He's just like, well, yeah, well, he, well, even when he came out, he was like, thought I had it locked and it just kept going. Okay, yeah, yeah, if he had it with a little sass on there, like, hey, yeah, he that's your care. problem. He had the new balances on. Of course. <laughs> you know, the khakis. No gra- offense. He had the khaki cargoes. Yeah, grass stains at the bottom. Like, nah. he, just got done, he just got done out the grass. <laughs> I was wondering why he had no cleat spikes on. What else you got on your list, real quick? Well, you sent me some. I, you didn't really say what it was, but it's probably something quicker. You had like Lowe's versus Home Depot. Oh, yeah. so then my the, what I did have for that was like, preferences so my dad came into the house the other day and he was telling me to my surprise well it's not my surprise my dad is odd just like i am so it didn't make sense but this was his logic he said he likes lowe's over home depot because lowe's has front row parking for military and they treat you like family there and the reason why we got into that conversation was because i got into it with the lady at home depot because i'm putting some turf in my front yard and they were telling me i couldn't bring the turf back because they had already pre-cut it and so I was like, nah. And then I was like, I'm going to spend money here eventually because there isn't that many other places you can go to to like shop at. And then my dad was like, nah, there's Lowe's, 
Home Depot, or well, you know, home, there's Lowe's, Home Depot, and then there's Aces, the places, the hardware store. So yeah, there's other places, but Home Depot is everywhere. It's like the Walmart of like hardware companies. Dan, did they pay for advertisement? No, they didn't. Okay, I won't all say right, I won't right. say it again. I'll call them right. HD for now on. <laughs> uh, I I know when I redid my whole house and I renovated it, it was all HD. I mean, I did the shopping and I went to the Lowe's. And I never got to the to the counter for them to treat me like family. And yeah. I'm not in the military, so I parked in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I found uh, everything was uh, cheaper. Or sometimes the designs are a little bit different as far as what you're looking for. But uh, yeah, I got 99% of my stuff done in HD outside of the floors and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I guess that preference. I mean, I, maybe when you're older, if you got, you're got you not caring about the prices necessarily. You then, just care about how you're being that, treated. Yeah, the ambiance <laughs> is going to be there. I'm going to pay a little bit more to make me make I'll pay me 295 good. a tile instead of 220 Right. Which adds up when you, man, when yeah, I figured out that tile shit, man, that shit was crazy. So this other one, you got Target versus Walmart. I think there's a way bigger discrepancy in those two <laughs> <stores>. <laughs> Okay, so let's hear. Yeah, because once you get even lower, it gets even worse. Trust me. <laughs> Target versus Walmart. Target versus Walmart. I mean... Which okay. one would you go to? Would you go to Walmart because it's closer, or would you go to further out the Target because of it having the things that you you necessarily want? I'm, I'm broke, man. Clothes wise, I'm going to Target. I oh, buy my tar- I buy my clothes from Target. I ain't going to front like so jeans. I yeah, I don't shop for clothes no more. My, yeah. my wife has to buy something on sale and just force it on me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, now you need something new. Oh man, when you whenever you put on the outfit, I'm like, yeah, she probably picked that out. Yeah, yeah. That, when we was out, the one time we was out this year, yeah, yeah she picked her. she picked out that. Yes, yeah, so apparently the Gap had a thirty percent off. <laughs> the Gap, <laughs> you stupid. I wish we had that one. Nah, the only thing I bought is I'll go to the Nike outlet when they got the extra, extra 30% off. Yeah. And then, you know, they got a special wall in the back for size 13 and up. Yeah. So I'll be getting stuff for like $30, $40. Okay. But it'd be like three seasons old. But there's a big difference in between like the people that go to Walmart oh, yeah, and Target definitely. for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want me to judge the people. The people too. Like that, oh, we're looking at it like the whole criteria yeah, all the way together. Yeah, my whole thing is like, you know what? I, I'll deal with the people. Yeah. I'm a people person. So, I mean, hey, when I first got... When I first became a dad and trying to learn that whole shopping in the store with him, yeah, we had some adventures to where <laughs> I was getting real aggressive. People was judging me about my parenting. Like, you ain't never lost a kid for 33 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the store's only so many square foot. I got it. You got it. Yeah, I'm, I I'm gave a him a little it. head start. I get little practice his running and his sprinting. Just get him tired. I know where he at. Relax. Last one we got on here. Dollar Tree versus the 99 cent store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Dollar Tree guy, but that might just be location. Mm, yeah, because not all Dollar Trees are created equal. No, nah, no. Nah, oh, yeah. They definitely <laughs> did. Like, them new targets they be putting. And, uh, like, we just got a new one. The yeah, Spring yeah. Valley, so they, they call it neighborhood specific. So ours is way different than the one on uh, in North Park. Or the one, <laughs> I've been to that one. That was got like. I was like, oh, they're going to open it. They're going to start selling Black and Miles. Yeah. <laughs> Like right up front at the register. Oh man! <laughs> but the ninety nine cent only store is cool too. I I do like the ninety nine cent only store because there's like more like cheap products that you wouldn't even think. Like what like, you go there for? Like so, well, first of all, you don't go to that store for something specific. Like you just run into something there. Those are stores that you just run into something. I go there for my my sunglasses. Okay. Um. But, but you didn't just go there and say, oh, I'm going to go get glasses at the 99 cents. There's probably other household items you needed and ran into your glasses. So the only thing specific I'll go there for most of the time is toothpaste. Mm. Sometimes they got... Wait, uh, they sell Colgate there or are you buying off-brand? 
Now that I got them all there. It, if you want the Colgate, it's going to be a smaller size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some so, tell me you buy like 10 of them per count. No, nah, just every yeah, time. Yeah, you ain't even tell me your per count theory. Uh, uh, we no, let's do that. We can do that another time. But uh, yeah, I think they get they're good for some cleaning supplies. There's some some batches of snacks or candy that is good for there. Okay. And then I just happen to be think about you know what I know they got a sunglasses rack. Let me just see because I didn't wear sunglasses for a long time. Now I can't survive without them. Those are those are the one things that you need. I I, I will give you that. Like I was buying Oakleys for a long time, man, mm. and I stopped buying Oakleys. Well. Well, it was wealth until I started losing them. You know, I leave them on top and of a car. And you a golfer, too. I feel like golfers be out here in the Oakleys. Well, I got I got some new joints now so that I wear, but I'm not going to say who because, like you said, we're not getting. recovering baseball player. Not even that. They're actually biking glasses. But I instead of buying the Oakleys like I wanted to for 180 I only spent 50 bucks on these. They're actually a local. That, that's pretty good. For, I'm do- hey, I spent a dollar on my joints. I know. I get it. But saying. you know what? The dollar joints got that nasty, like, plastic, like, smell to them. And I hate that. Nah, I feel like you said that to make me feel bad. Mine ain't had no plastic. So <laughs> the hardest thing I got to do with it. You said me feel bad. Like you, maybe you can get away with like two or three times that the kids grab them. As soon as my kid grab them, they're, they're done for. That's Cause, it. Because they, they ripping it. Nah, I keep mine in the little case. They got a nice little case that come with it. And the little that's what you're paying for. You know, you're paying for that. But yeah, let's hit this three cheers segment real quick. So three cheers. I wanted to give three cheers uh, to, I read an article in Apple News that, more than I believe, you know what? I'm just gonna read it because I ain't gonna even do y'all like that. We gonna get the facts. A record number of people, or actually, it was through CNN on Apple News. A record number of people are giving up their citizenship, according to new research. Here's why: the biggest reason that they said that was because people were uh, like running from taxes. But more than five thousand eight hundred Americans gave up their citizenship in the first six months of 2020, compared to 2000 and 2019. And I, a lot of that they attributed to the coronavirus politics and stuff like that and the policies that are, you know, now being in place. And, you know, we've always as as black people who follow Marcus Garvey was always on that back to Africa train. You know, some of us, we leaving. We getting up out of here. I don't know. They didn't break down, do the racial ba- breakdown, but people are starting to leave, which is scary. Because when you start looking at the falls of empires and stuff like that, man, it starts with something, you know, hey, such as this. There's been empires around way longer than we was. <laughs> and that's and real. They all fell. So, what do you think about that? You you still a proud American? Oh uh, man, I don't know if I've ever been. I never. I don't know if I classify myself as a proud American, <laughs> but uh, I still believe that this is probably the greatest country on earth at its core. Um, we just obviously got some. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to make a mess to clean to clean another one up. You know, when you be doing your spring cleaning, you got a whole room looking wild just because you're trying to detail some other stuff. Yeah. And sometimes you got to really break it down to build it back up to better than ever was. So hopefully that's what's happening right now. We've had a wild year and there's been a lot of pain, but hopefully uh, some heat once some healing happens and some some progress can really be pushed forward. Can't really get to that. You know, when you when you in the gym, your muscle break down. <laughs> the reason you feeling that pain is because they breaking that muscle down so it can grow big up to be a little stronger. Mm. So I'll just let's just hope that's what's happening right now. There we go. All right, so I got another three cheers real quick. Let me get the applause button real quick. I want to give a three cheers out to Greg Popovich. So last week, Greg Popovich, you know, had spent, you know, most of his time during his press interview uh, talking about the Michael Brown shooting. 
um, or the the anniversary of Michael Brown shooting that was in uh, 2014 in Missouri. First of all, Pop is just like one of the greatest white abolitionists. He'd you know, out that's out here. He'd be on it, man. All accountability. And you know what? He don't give your jaw shit. structure and hair structure, you gonna look like Pop in your 70s at some point. So that might be your lane right there, 70s. man. He look, he look like Jigsaw. Nah, I ain't gonna give it like that. He 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 looks he looks more Ukrainian or something. Well, Popovich, you know, that's something right, that's man. different outside of it. But yeah, I wanted to give three cheers for Popovich. Uh the NBA as a whole, I think that the way that they've handled, you know, the racial injustice and making it a platform where it's something that people have to see night in and night out. I've been watching these games and I've just been noticing like, yo, like you have to see it. It's something that you have to deal with. And yeah. you know, each player, you know, taking their their time and speaking on these racial injustices. But Pop more than anything, man, I just feel like Pop, that man Pop been, been working really hard. Yeah, he's he been, been on, on it. For years, but we but, don't give him his cheers for it really. But I think now more than ever, people like him, people like Steve Kerr, the 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 white leaders in the league, in a league that's predominantly black, they need to be speaking out more so. Mm-hmm. They need so so if a if a black coach or something isn't really taking a bunch of stances or isn't really out here talking, that you know you can say whatever to that. But now it's time, like people have been saying, it's not it's not enough to be not racist. You got to be anti racist. Yeah, doing stuff like that. That's we need more of that. Yeah, more, way more of it. This time, like the for me, I've been saying this this whole time. Well, I haven't been saying this whole time because I had a podcast to say it on. But I've been saying this to amongst like my friends and everything. Like this is a time where it's like black people. We've been mad for so long that it's time to just get like the white alliance like to really start speaking up. And if y'all don't speak up for us, it's like we can't mess with you. You ain't got no choice because your children are half black. So you ain't you just gonna have to be here. You know, learning, uh, adding more to what you already got into the holster as it is, and just keep going. I agree. There you go. You can't say that. No. It's like it's like a, it's <laughs> hey, hey, like a handcuff. That reminded me. I didn't. I didn't have one. I just remembered something from a while ago. I can do that last three cheers. Um, <laughs> assuming I got all the info right, but I heard a uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Kyrie Irving, he gave up a a mill or two. To the WNBA to supplement their income mm-hmm. during quarantine. Yeah, and so you know, shout out. To, I mean, you know, he be doing some wild stuff too. Yeah, he might he might be Q. Yeah, he might he might it means but, uh, good. He means well. He because he says some wild stuff, but yeah, doing stuff like that. And I know a lot of players have been giving up, uh, especially during the beginning of the quarantine. I know Kevin Love was a uh, uh, supplementing the paychecks of the workers at the arenas who couldn't work and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, man, three cheers to them. And I hope hopefully that's something all the owners can look at because the owners, they got the bread. They signed the checks of the players that's doing this. Yeah. So it's like they should step up. Not that some of them haven't, but they need to step up and, and really get it moving, too. It's, I know you, you have the most to lose and you've lost the most money, but you've also had enough cushion to be able to sustain yeah. Otherwise. Especially in a sport that's already underpaid for women's athletes anyway. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, just to be real with you, they do not give them not enough justice. They out here trying to be world-class athletes, and then in the off-season, they back at their regular job at the bank or whatever. Living their best life, man. So, all right, man. So, I think it's time for us to get up out of here. Uh, this is Rex Life Raj. The name of this, uh, this song is called Time. It's actually on... Father Figure 3 album I believe it. I don't make sure I'm jacking it up I'm gonna find a way To end this podcast I'm telling you But I definitely I Wanted I to more time in the day. Definitely wanted to Spend some time Talking to y'all Rest in peace Miss Rhonda We love you I'm so you thankful for you I wanna give prayers To your family At this time 
Yo, hug those next to you Hug those that's really close to you Lead with love like I've been telling y'all Y'all be safe out there Why I always feel like I'm on the time limit Fucking moonlight all in my business Studio, I spend the night And it only thing seem to keep my attention Pop a kidney, still working backwards Wish I was doctor, fuck a rapper Thought he was good when he beat the cancer He was sick afterwards, I thought that was standard Sometimes I wonder the fuck am I praying for My mama hate, I question the Lord It's a higher power, I believe in that I question when we the man was in the churches, tithing offering your car payment while the pastor Mercedes been swerving down. But maybe I think too much. Maybe I close my eyes and I dream too much. I just can't be gullible, girl, I've seen too much. But I don't want to lose you, though, because you mean too much. I wish I had more time in the day. Just know if I had it my way.